Previously on Polyamory. Uh, sorry to bother you. You, you know where the, the 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 boss is. Milady, Miss Miss Croak. Y- yeah. Would probably be in her study. Where, where's the study? Points over to the to one of the doors on the opposite wall. Pepsco is sitting uh, by a, a fire, facing away from the door in like a high back chair. It's a very high back chair. She's a huge monstrosity. I'm terribly sorry. There seems to have been a bit of a commotion um, out out in the party, and I thought it would be worth bringing you the uh, people who seem to have caused the commotion. Um, I, I don't know what you want to do. Have them thrown out. Um, this might be more than a throwing them out kind of commotion. What on earth could such a commotion exist? I've told you, if people keep dying around the party, just have them carted away. Um, like 90% of the party is dead. Would it be sleight of hand to start just sliding poison dirt into the room? I'm going to be honest, I was wondering if my unsieved servant could grab the handful of sand and when Croak wasn't noticing, just shove it up their arse again, because apparently that's how we kill Croaks. Hand up the arse. My parties are the finest around. If some people don't have the constitution to survive them, that's their own lookout. Do you have the constitution to withstand your own party? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm fighting words. Roll dexterity. Oh, unseen servant. Get that. Get get that dirt up there. Okay. Um. You hear like a. Oh. How how that croak looking? Uh. She looks shocked. So Dusty grabs her by the eye stalks and just starts popping. Ooh. And then once all the eyes have popped, he just pulls and the whole stalk comes away. You can hear like a lot of like from uh, various fairy dragons through the back here. There's like uh, like some big curtains where yeah. actually the staff were bringing through the the cages, and back here it is just horrible, like a long white tiled corridor. Mm. But on one side of it, it's just rows and rows and rows and rows of like these little box cages, just yeah. like 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 they're like box files or something. Oh gosh. And the the fairy dragons have barely enough room to to move in there. Bromara turns herself into a backflipping color sprinkler. Color spray. Color sprinkler. <laughs> and it just hoses down the pile of fairy dragons. The the color is very very vibrant at first, and then it slowly sort of sinks down into the pile of fairy dragons. And it seems like they are starting to like stretch their wings out and move around a bit and like blink like they can see better. In the pantry there is a froghemoth's huge abomination sized apple pie. Duster is going to plonk Aurora on top of it. <laughs> uh, Aurora disappears into into it. <laughs> into the pie. Into the pie. You can hear it you you can hear sort of happy splashing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all help you take the pie upstairs. The pie is Swarm. gratefully received. Good evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyarmony Season 2. How is everybody? Uh, on the day we're recording this, yeah, doing alright. By the time people listen to this, maybe we'll be great. Who knows? In, you know, mean, in six months' time, when this comes out, it might be great or perfect. Who great knows? and or perfect. Six How's... months will be yeah. like... Oh, it'll be like Christmas time? It'll be like January. Uh, yeah, like I think we we're up to about January recording yeah. at this point. How's uh. 2021 treating you, listener? Better, yeah. worse. It's, 2020. it's summer 2020 right now, and here we are. I'm, I'm glad we're here in 2021 where it's all so much better. <laughs> oh man, uh, remember when like 2020. Milk, <laughs> remember that? Glad we're not recording there. Ooh. Yeah. Remember when we almost did Brexit? Ooh. Oh. Before the revolution. Well done, everybody. No, <laughs> oh, don't jinx it. <laughs> We're all here. It's fine. We're doing good. We're alive. We're raring for some dungeons and awesome dragons. Indeed. What about we both? We have a dragon and she's perfect in every way. <laughs> How's Nick doing? Uh, yeah, it's not bad. 
could be worse. Left knee hurts. No. Oh no! Yeah, that's a new development. That's the joy of, of bodies happening. Why can't it's I just like, be ah. a robot? I mean, right. yeah. I could be a cyborg. Yeah, if, if my leg starts to hurt, just just give it a tune-up. Give me a new leg. Just Get, oil it. Or... Yeah. Take it into the mechanic. Go, can you just tweak this up a bit? Turn off the pain receptors for a while and yeah. just tune it up. There we go. Fixed. No problem. Leave Use it to, snore, to store snacks. <gasps> Snack legs. I wasn't in on this, but I'm sold now. Are you like, there's a space to your, put snacks. Your legs dispense the snacks. Yeah. Snack legs. It's like um, like the Robocop opening leg thing, but instead of a gun, it's just like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Of. And the other leg's just donuts all the way down. I'm 100% here for that. Perfect. <laughs> I'm ready to live in this cyberpunk future. Mm-hmm. Becky, how are you? I really want donuts now. Squad. So, when last we were with yous, you just destroyed the bourgeoisie in this area. They started it. Uh, yes, and now they are slowly rotting in the downstairs of our mansion. It's It's been a couple of weeks since all that happened. What have you been up to? Well, Dee would like to inspect the identities of um, everyone who was... Is there another word for victim? Guests. Uh, I could just say the, part- the guests. Uh, the party guests or the brain-slugged uh, serving staff. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Well, the serving staff likely don't have any identities that would be particularly useful. Ah, uh, is this? Are you finding a new uh, identity to take? Yeah. See, you know, if there's anything worthwhile. Write yourself into a couple of wills. Yeah. I mean, I um, D wouldn't have to. D could just be that person. <laughs> okay. What are you? What are you looking for? What do you need for your repertoire? More land or title. Something that maybe would be an in for somewhere else because D feels good about having freed this area and now now they're thinking, ooh, maybe we should try this again somewhere else. Right, so you've raised the, raised the flag over this settlement and you're like, we need to liberate the next region over? Exactly. And in order to do that, you need to be someone of note, someone you can go like, ah, haven't you heard of me? I'm so-and-so. Yes. I have importance, let me in to destroy your fancy manor. Okay, um, so tell me about this person. Probably like a a young noble, somebody that would be at this party. Um, Somebody probably spendy because... Above all, D likes to spend money, but also okay, make. So there's definitely a, definitely a purse of monies in their in their pocket, mm-hmm. and there's an invite to the party. Uh, what is that? What, what's the name on that invite? I like Daniel. I've been mostly playing. D has mostly been playing uh, female presenting folks lately, so maybe the a... last time I remember a mask presenting person was Parkin. Everybody Parkin. loves Parkin. Everybody loves Parkin. That is true. Yeah, are there any gnolls? <laughs> Want to be a null? I mean, it seems very unlikely because we are oh, that's largely right. yeah. above ground. So above ground. The light folk. Humans, elves, high elves. Um, anyone, anyone sort of, any of the fancier races, really. Tempted to go for a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are there any? I'm, I'm yep. picturing this fancy gnome now having someone who carries around a small set of stairs for them, so whenever it's their turn to speak, the steps get put down, they can walk up and go, ah, yes, I'm here in the conversation. I'm here. And the front of those steps look like a set of legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Little extendy arms, like uh, the grabbers to grab oh, things X. far away. They've got a little mech basically. <laughs> <laughs> a gnome that built a mech suit. A, a not that's particularly effective mech suit, but just... Well, they can take tea with it. <laughs> it's really all high society yeah. needs. Um, what's Daniel's surname? Let's go with... D- Daniel definitely real legs. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's not Fortescue, I'll let you have it. <laughs> Legman. Daniel Legman, <laughs> the in- the inventor of the short man's leg. Oh, that's that's it. He's... Beautiful. <laughs> there's there's economy level legs, which are just like stools, but you know, as you move up, you you get like covers to make it look like legs, and at the high end, they're just like basically pseudo legs. Laurie, your mind is a blessed place. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have spent enough of my life coming up with nonsense. 
the one that always comes back to me is the thing I came up with was playing Jackbox Party Pack and yes. coming up with the Wanksman's friend. Oh my god, yes. Uh, dare I ask? <laughs> Uh, it, it was a way of basically just supplying food to you down a tube so that you didn't have to stop masturbating. Oh, God. It, it was oh. quite the diagram you drew. <laughs> the there there has been phases of my life where that would have been great. <laughs> uh, stop fucking me. Just good. lean over to one side and ingest nutrients. Goodness. <laughs> so we, we now have Daniel Legman. Daniel Legman, inventor of the shortman, uh, Shortman's Leg. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, so apart from a, a purse with about 500 gold in it, mm-hmm. we'll say exactly 500 gold for the sake of your character sheet, <laughs> um, you also find uh, like a signet ring, mm-hmm. which you guess would be uh, like their wax seal. Ah, so you can you can pass yourself off as them effectively. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and and what, what, is, what is the seal? I want to say it's like a grieve, like an armored leg. <laughs> really lean into this leg thing. <laughs> I love the thought that while clearly this is Daniel Legman, an inventor of the shortman's leg, um, that that he still, when he shows up at, at social events, pretends that like, no, these are my legs. I invented the shortman's leg, but I don't use it myself. These are my human legs. Uh, <laughs> gnomon legs. My gnomon legs. These are my long gnome legs. I long saw long other long less legs. fortunate gnomes. <laughs> That weren't blessed with my naturally long legs. I thought, how too can I besp- bestow this gift upon them? You are a, a wise and uh, and benevolent, magnanimous, magnanimous, magnanimous aristocrat. <laughs> and that's why you had to die. Uh, right, pop all that on your character sheet. Excellent. Uh, Laura, did you have anything you specifically wanted to do while uh, you're bumbling around? I'll I'll let uh, Becky go first because I have something, but ah. I think it maybe makes sense to do after after Becky's. Becky, so after you've basically like filled a vat with fairy dragons and dived into it like Scrooge McDuck into the money pit, <laughs> uh, w- what did you do after that first week? Dusty has been building his nature reserve. Oh heck! Aww. Tell me about this nature reserve. Well, Dusty's realised that there's a whole swamp of animals out there that maybe might need some fixing, and a bunch of fairy dragons that have been stuck in captivity. So maybe they don't want to go back out the wild. That they can have a safe space until they do. You think they're institutionalised now? I think they shouldn't be just turfed out. So Dusty has been. We don't turf anyone around here. <laughs> <laughs> So Dusty has been busy making friends with some of the nastier things in the swamp. He's worked out that it turns out they have a real taste for noble. <laughs> I mean, that probably would have helped with the cleanup, I guess. Yeah, and what is Dusty if not a very helpful Roomba? <laughs> the most helpful Roomba. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that he's managed to convince the bullet to move in full time as the main heavy. Okay. Yeah. You just thought it was sec- a hard sell, but it really loves to sleep and the bed's in this place. Tell me, tell me how that conversation went. Um, I'd have had to borrow Puff, wouldn't I? Possibly. Would you? Um, I'd have had to either borrow you or at least your dragon to be able to understand the bullet. So yeah, I, I will come along with you then and I will act as a telepathic uh, middle middle person. So uh, Dusty is going to Roomba up to the bullet because the floor around here is just upsetting. And because this one is a bit of a sleepy bean, it figures that they probably eat quite heavy, so he's gone and brought one of the fatter nobles as a snack. You're right there, that fella. You you awake. <laughs> oh, can't have been this fucking asleep when I was trying to sneak past you. Um, it's just gonna plop the body down, like, pretty much right in front of its face. <laughs> Uh, Sniffing around. Romara, if you've been holding back a fart, now's your time to shine. (laughs) Uh, Instead of farting, Romara is going to just pass on the message, hey, breakfast's up. Um, It's going to sort of roll around a bit and sort of stretch. There's there's sort of a, a, a scraping as the plates rub together, those big old scales. Dusty covers Aurora's little ears. Food. Yeah, rich arsehole if you fancy fancy some breakfast. Don't usually eat the arsehole. Okay, well, rich person, eat around the arsehole. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I didn't even have to describe that. You know what happened. <laughs> but for anyone who didn't log on to that, eaten one go, arsehole. Oh, just like spitting out a little bit of chewing gum. Oh. <laughs> Don't like the rubbery bit. Don't like the rubbery bit. This is balloon not stuck to a tree now. Oh, I need a minute. <laughs> uh, sorry for disturbing you. I know you like your sleep, but uh, that's that's why I woke you up uh, at Bromart Bar. Can you? Uh, so what this one's trying to get at is we've got beds that might fit you, like comfortable, soft sleeping spaces of your size. Not a swamp. Not a swamp. Indoors, where it's quite warm, and there are big, soft beds. Food. There is plenty of food. How long food? Um, how many rich people do you reckon you can stomach? Because there's quite a lot of them in there. They appear to be sort of weighing this up. Uh, and there is very much the possibility that other rich people will show up trying to take away some fairy dragons, and it'd be a real shame if they got eaten. It wouldn't be a shame if you should eat them. What do you want? Just... The fairy dragons that are there, be nice if they were kept safe by you eating anyone that came for them. Ah, fairy dragons. Cheeky little bastards. Ah, but they're cheeky little bastards that could do with some protecting and have access to a place with very soft beds of your size. Give it a trial then. Okay, Dusty, let's go give it a trial. Oh, fucking marvellous. Say, uh, do you have... Nah, probably not. Do you have any thoughts... I'm giving us a lift back. <laughs> um, it looks at you with, with disdain. Uh, Brumara passes this message on very reluctantly. <laughs> Not full yet. Dusty, did you bring any more rich people with you? No, they're, they're back at the, the, the place. <sighs> Not for riding. Right, I'll, uh, I'll walk home then. Let yeah. yourself in. It's got one of those little badger walks, like a bit of a waddle. Aww. Aww. But it is still a... Uh, how did you describe it? A toilet bowl with teeth? <laughs> yeah. Danger toilet. Danger toilet with teeth. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it heads up to Croak's bed, which, despite what you said, is, is a little bit boggy. There's some lily pads up there. It's a little oh. bit moist. Oh, just enough to keep the skin moist. I, I, I guess so. Anyway, it's it's firmly entrenched in, in uh, Pepsco Coke's old former bedroom. Huzzah! Do you want to do your thing now, or can we continue the adventures of Dusty bothering everyone in the vicinity? If you've got continued adventures, do your continued adventures. I was going to bother the two witches and the furbolgs. I've right got ahead. a whole heckin' load of bothering. You're going all the way back to the furbolgs. I thought the furbolgs were just like the nearest forest. Yeah. Also, you said like two weeks worth of thing, a couple of weeks worth of things are carrying. There's time to go see some yeah, furbolgs. Yeah, sure, sure, you can go see the furbolgs. Yeah. Also, throughout this entire adventure, he's just sort of leading Bromar around by the hand, like a sort of the way that toddlers drag people around when they think that the person wants to be there. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. Going on an adventure. Bromar is very happy to go on adventures. It's okay. Aww. Yay. Ooh. <laughs> so, do we want to do the Swamp Witch next? Whatever you want to do next. Oi! You sound my head. That's the one. Yeah. So, Dusty's going to walk up to the Swamp Witch, and I'm assuming she's going to be a tree stump again. Dusty's going to, address the, he's going to address the first tree stump in the vague area he remembers her being, and just keep trying until one talks back. <laughs> <laughs> How does that go? It's one way to find out. Heya, hi there. Hello. Hello. And he's going to sit on each one in case that's what does it. <laughs> okay. By the time you get to about the third tree stump... Knocking on her head is enough to go, Oi! What have I told you lot? Oh, oh. How you doing? Ah, uh, it was you. What do you want? Oh, um, you know Croak Manor? Yes. And I'd like to imagine that as he sort of points at it, Aurora runs down his arm and points a little bit further by standing on the <laughs> end of his finger. Adorable. Uh, it's the, the fairy dragon's house now, and it's a tiny nature reserve. Right. Would you be alright to occasionally look in on them and... I don't know. You probably know stuff and you like taking bits off of things. Well, I suppose some fairy dragon dragon dung wouldn't be too bad for a few recipes. Dusty looks at Aurora. It's like the dear, dear, do you need a girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, she had a try before you left. She's a good oh, fairy dragon. <laughs> such a good girl. <laughs> 
Awesome. Uh, also, the bullet lives over there now, so uh, just didn't want you getting grumpy thinking it had fucked off. It has fucked off, but not all the way. Well, I know where I need to go if I need more spell companions. Awesome. In the meantime, do you have anything that you're probably not going to need? Uh, she picks up like a random twig from the ground and just sort of <laughs> offers it <laughs> like this? Question mark? <laughs> Dusty takes the stick with great enthusiasm and gives it to Aurora, who has now sort of scampered up onto his shoulder and is stood on just her little back legs. And he holds it so that she takes it like a little wizard staff. <laughs> There you go. You've got spell focus now. No stopping you. Aurora just responds with that. Ah! And oh, she could illusion a tiny wizard hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Dusty is so fucking happy with his new stick. <gasps> oh, look at that. Look at that. She's a wizard now. Thank you so much. And he's just going to pet the stump and skip off into the distance to cause more heck. By the time you get to wherever you're going, like, the staff now, or the stick, should I say, um, just has, like, lights flowing down it constantly, like those um, icicle lights. Oh. oh. Icicle. Tiny was... disco. Disco stick. <gasps> She's got a disco stick. <laughs> All right, where's yeah, next on Dusty's... probably means something else. <laughs> <laughs> where's next on Dusty's road of adventure? Dusty smiles. Off to bother the furbolgs. So, yeah, head in the car and catch up with Dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romara will continue to sprint after Dusty on all of these adventures. <laughs> and once you get Dusty back in, you, you're, you're into the car. Uh, now, the, 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 the pile on the front, I believe, was getting bigger and bigger. Pile? You, you were making a pile of dirt for the plant that you kept saying was getting bigger and bigger. I just wonder what the state of that was now. It's basically the most elaborate dirt sandcastle ever. Can, uh, can people still see to drive? Yeah. Okay, Dusty's just going to have a smaller castle and spend the entire trip variously reshaping it around Aurora as she runs around being a wizard in her tiny castle. You can put it on, like, the roof of the cart. That's where it always made the most sense to me. As, you know, much sense as a dirt castle on a cart makes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as you don't put too much dirt up there and crack the axle. <laughs> okay. And so you head into the, the Furbolg forest. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Furbolgs. Any particular furbogs, or just furbogs in general? Uh, the one we spoke to last time might be good. Also, I've brought the succulent with me. It's roombering along on top of its little castle. So you you parked up and you start walking off the beaten path into the uh, into the woods towards where you think the the celestial gate was. Sure. Okay. Hi. Uh, it's been a while. How how are you doing? Oh, you know, much the same as always. Yeah, has the uh, potato cult, you know, stayed backed off? They've not re-encroached on your territory? No, if anything, they seem to have rather lost interest in potatoes as a whole. Yeah, we 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 were hoping that would be the case. Uh, we got their god to come back to them and explain to them that she did not need them to turn the entire world into chips. That would explain all the drinking. Yeah, yeah, oh, so a lot wow. of drinking's happening, but like... No more chopping down your forest to make potatoes. No, I don't think they'll be doing anything much of anything. They seem to be very, very drunk. Well, I mean, as long as they're not getting drunk in your forest, I we mean, there was that thing a few weeks back where a few of them got really drunk. I think they might have had some dodgy potatoes because they was muttering about all sorts. Came yeah. stumbling naked into the woods for a while. We just threw some moss over them, to be honest. Oh, like a nice little blanket, keep them warm. I mean, they, they did look like they were going into shock from the amount of alcohol they drank. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like their god may have sort of tilted them the other direction. But they're not literally deforesting anymore, so... No, uh, it's maybe deforesting their livers. <laughs> um, also, the succulent... Uh, we've been taking good care of it. Gestures up at Roof Castle full of plant. Um... You've created a bourgeois succulent. Uh, don't blame me, blame uh, Dusty over there, but would you like back this apparently now bourgeoisie succulent? I'm not sure it'd fit in anymore. Yeah. Oh. 
I mean, obviously we could have a word. I'm, I'm surprised we've accidentally led into a bourgeoisie succulent, considering we did just murder an entire, like, manners worth of fancy bourgeois people. Oh, that sounds lovely. Oh, it, it, it is indeed. What? Um... You know uh, the the Croak Manor place? Not really, we don't get out that way. Ah, uh, well, o- over that way-ish, there's a big fancy manor house that's now just an animal sanctuary with no more fancy bougie people in it. Oh, lovely. So if you ever fancy somewhere to go for a trip, there's animals and no rich fancy people that way. Oh, that sounds lovely. I'd go and check on them. Yeah, keep yeah, an eye on bit, them. you know, animal shepherdy. Yeah. Looky after you type There's some fairy dragons there. Uh, who oh, are doing much... cheeky little they're... bastards. Yeah, they're doing much better than they were, though. Uh, there's a bullet there. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Put your fingers around those. Yeah, it's, it's quite the menagerie that's going. Jaws like one of them human bear traps. <laughs> yep. But yeah, if you find any animals that are looking for a home and need shepherding somewhere, there's there's an animal home over there. Plus, if you see any bougie people that need gobbling up, the bullet will uh, help with that. I mean, I would imagine so. Those things eat like a bastard. That they do. Yes. Well, it's been lovely seeing you again, but you're not really forest folk, so would you mind buggering off? That that we can do, that we can do. Lovely. Uh, before we go, right. before we go, um, did, did, did you talk to the succulent? Is it okay? I mean, if you want to bring it down, I'll have a word. We bring it down. Uh, they take the succulent and, and whisper into the succulent, succulent and listen. And there's some more whispering and listening. Uh, no, see, I was right. I was right, you see. I uh, I think living in that castle all that time's made it put on airs. Not sure it wants to come back to the forest. I mean, probably best sort of keeping hold of it. I mean, now that we know it's got a bit bourgeoisie, I don't know about you, Dusty. Uh, I feel like maybe the thing it needs is to go back to nature and not be in a castle and to realise that it probably shouldn't be bourgeois in the first place. Probably not doing any favours by keeping it in a castle. Fuck. Uh, Dusty's going to take his plant back. I'm, I'm sorry about this, but uh, I understand you've been a little bit spoiled, so we're going to downsize you because, honestly, it's bad for yourself turning into a bougie little piece of shit. <laughs> but we're going to help you get better. Isn't that right, Rora? <laughs> Rora says right. Oh, this is Rora. Oh, yeah. Cheeky little bastards, them. Gotta watch out for that. Why does everyone keep saying that? You clearly not spend much time around fairy dragon. He's gonna scratch your chin. Actually, my sister's best friend was a fairy dragon. Admittedly, they are fucking terrors, but gotta love them for it. See? Listen to um, that. And uh, she she waves her little wand and all these dancing lights come flying out of it. Aww. Dusty's eyes are doing the little anime twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Just where they're reflecting the dancing lights. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you you said to get going, so uh, I'll I'll let you take Aurora back to the cart, Brumara. Indeed, indeed. Um, and he's going to stand there thinking that he did a clever sly. Brumara's a little confused as to why you've suddenly entrusted her with your precious fairy dragon and sent her away, but she's not questioning it enough to not go. Um, Aurora is like running up onto Brumara's shoulder and just doing loads, loads more dancing lights back behind her at the furball. Who's like trying to just brush them out of the air like they're little bugs? <sighs> Told you they were cheeky bastards. Lovely, isn't it? Uh, as soon as he thinks Brilmara's out of earshot, which is probably not because his voice nah. carries. Oh, listen, mate. Um, I was I was hoping you could help me with some. When we were here the last time, Brilmara said that she wanted to talk to a potato, and I've been shaking my head about this. And I've read every book I could be asked to that the potato cult had. Fucking nothing. And. And I don't want to make her sad. How, how do I talk to a potato? She said she wanted to talk to a potato and take it on adventures. Well, to be honest, it's a magical skill. Tends to be, you know, druid magic. So I suppose if she wanted to spend some time learning druidic crafts on top of whatever other skills she's got already, I suppose she could learn it. Uh, I, I can do some druid things and he does a little thumbs up and as he does a little thumbs up the dirt in front of him also does a little thumbs up could you give me a primer on potatoing? I'll say this much as much as Brumar is not gonna dual spec to learn to do this and it was sort of an offhanded like ah that'd be fun she does think it's very sweet that uh, Dusty has clearly taken it this seriously yeah so Dusty's going to do his best to understand this druid and I feel like the druid will probably catch on pretty quickly that they are wasting their time 
Look, it's a spell. If you want to take the time to learn how to do what we do, then I suppose you can. We're patient folk, Fairbanks. We train for years, sometimes centuries. Well, don't forget to drink water. If you go a century without water and you're overworking yourself, you'll get poorly. And with that, he's just going to walk. Bye then. Bye. Dusty's too busy trying to fold over the single brain cell to spark it against itself. Trying to come up with some solution to how to learn to speak with plant. So, which way are you heading? Um, I guess, unless we want to... Like, stop by the other bougies and poison them to death, too. When you say home, you mean you're heading back to Groybon, or...? Fairy dragon home. Oh, okay. Romara's got a thing. Mine doesn't necessarily need to be here or anything. It can be sort of when we've sorted the rest of the stuff. Well, also, you kind of mentioned going and seeing chipmunks, so I didn't know if that was something you wanted to do as well. Is that a thing that people want to do? Deja suggested it. We don't really have to, although the stories make it seem like they've got stuff going on. Although, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we should make a day trip to the chipmunks if the chipmunks are being fun. Dee can wear those robes again and hopefully not get stuff thrown at them. We can, we can, we can pop in and go, hey, we, we got your god back, how you doing? So, you ride back through the forest, past that big stone you sat on one time, a yeah. long time ago. And you roll through the village and there's just a lot of angry looking villagers. They look Sick to death. Uh, you're all dressed in the robes again, or just D? Romara get back in the robes. Okay. So as you start passing through town, clods of dirt start getting chucked at you? Yeah. Oh, no. Bloody chipmunks. What's wrong? They, they, they've they stopped doing the chip thing, haven't they? Oh. Oh, they've stopped doing the chip thing. That's all right, is it? I, I don't know. Is it? Bloody state of them, and they point towards... Sort of the side of the bakery, and there is literally one monk doing that thing with, like, the hand, uh, like, sort of across their forehead as they lean against a wall. So they're almost using it in a sort of perpendicular against the wall with this arm as a cushion. Just pissing. Ah. Uh. And, and then when they finish pissing, they don't even, like, you know, bother about their robes too much. They just burp loudly and wander off. Ah. Uh. Well, fuck. The, the the robe is no longer like the nice clean nope. uh, mustard colour. Now they're just covered in like vomit and, and and just nasty stains. Questionable stains. And if you get close to one, they smell bad. They smell real fucking bad. Like someone who's been on a very long bender. So <laughs> it's just takeaway and stale alcohol. Oh no. And and vague sense of vomit. So we, we head over to the chipmunk headquarters. Yeah, head over to the, the chipmunk headquarters. You notice that the plants are all... All the potato plants are starting to look really withered and unattended. They're clearly not being looked after anymore. Well, at least that means other people can plant things that aren't potatoes there now, I guess. Yeah. You're finding more and more of the monks just sort of lying in ditches by the side of the road. Some of them possibly dead because there's just big piles of vomit. Oh. You come to the, the church and the, the door is still smashed open, hanging off its hinges. And from inside the hall, you can hear raucous oh, drinking no. sounds. Uh, we wander in. The smell hits you real bad. Um, there's a lot of vomit. Mm. Some blood. You think at least one person in this room, possibly multiple, have shit themselves. Oh no. And they they haven't eaten solid food in a while. Like they're living on chips a little bit, but it's mostly things like like peanuts and, and bar olives. Cocktail. Oh onions. no. Well, do, do we have to roll like constitution? Yeah, cocktail onions. Do you have to roll constitution or something to not mm. get overwhelmed? You're all going to need a constitution, but Laura's also going to. Uh, Bromara is also going to need a wisdom roll. Okay. 21 for Duster. Uh, constitution is uh, a 12 for Bromara. Or oh, 8 for Little Aurora. And the wisdom is 9. Okay. Uh, Bromara, Aurora, you're really gagging, struggling to hold it in, hand over the mouth, and you just sort of do a little sicky burp. Ugh. You hold it in, but you can feel it sort of burning the back of your sinuses. Yeah, the bile at the back of your throat. Mm, no, it's, it's gone, gone sort oh, of nose Oh, it's right up. Mm, you can feel it burning the inside of your nose. So, yeah, you take a point of stress. Mm-hmm. D would rack their brain and shift to something they cannot smell. 
I mean, you're a shapeshifter. Surely you could just get rid of your own nose. Yeah, and breathing's optional for Duster. I feel like closing and uh, like just closing over your nostrils would be an impossibility. Yeah, but you're gonna taste it. Uh, you're gonna taste it on the air. Just no. Okay, so yeah, it's it's bad in here. It's really bad. It used to be all prim and tidy and collected, and yeah, there's just a lot of mess here. And somewhere, sort of about midway up the bleachers, there's Pussmare just chugging away with. A few hardcore disciples. Bromora's gonna do our best to walk into their line of sight and go like, Hey! Hey! And Pussmare's gonna be like, yes, just like, arms up in the air, alright. She's gonna sort of stand up and try and come down towards you, uh, kick her foot on the the bench in front of her and just face plant straight down. (laughs) Luckily she landed on disciples, so she didn't, like, knock her teeth out or anything. She's fine. She's fine. Oh, where were you for me, you lot? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she's going to sort of do a little tumble roll and fall and land sort of on her bum, sort of looking at you, just like, Hey! (laughs) You're doing all right there, friend. That's great. How much weight we got? It's it's, it's fine. We we, we had it. We just had one. It's all good. Ah. We're just gonna, we're just gonna pop our heads in and check that they're doing all right, and let them know, hey, it's us. We got you back. Hey. And if they, if we need anything, will they come help us maybe in the future? Ah, uh, I mean, probably. Yeah, uh, no, hey, I, I, hey, everyone up there, we we help bring Cosmere back. <laughs> will you help us if we need anything in the future? Hey. <laughs> Well, if we need to gross out uh, Thordson at some point in the future. If we need some stinky chipmunks. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the spell rings now instead of chip fat is just vomit. Ugh. Like the proper gacky stuff that you only get from a night on the sauce. Ugh. Yeah, Bromar is eager to get out of here as soon as possible now. Now this has been established that I guess we have drunk chipmunks in our, our future army. I'm not sure how much help they'll be. That that last plate plate of chips that they made, like mm. the last giant one, it doesn't look like it ever went down to the slime because it's just rotting on a plate. Yeah. I mean, some of it's been eaten. Clearly people have picked at it here and there, but largely that, that's it. Oops. Romara backs away. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Dusty wants to go into full dad mode, but I don't want to co-opt the D thing wants if none people of this. don't want to do that. Oh, you, you feel free to do it. Bromara's back in a way. Uh, if Bromara's going outside, um, Dusty's going to send Aurora with her. Cool. Uh, Aurora's still, like, gagging a little bit. Oh, you go outside, sweetheart. Get some fresh air. Stretch your little wings. We'll do as some soon, more As soon as you said go later. outside, she's just... Fyoing! Yes, the two of us that are struggling with the smell the most get out. I guess she doesn't need help with the flying practice. Nope. Right, you fucking lot. Dusty's home, and he's just going to start dadding. Gonna go over to the ooze pit, he's gonna chuck all the chips down. Um, Any of the monks that are passed out is going to be just putting them in the recovery position. Um, okay, you, you, you're checking them or just rolling them into the recovery position? Where's Em? There's Em. With an 11 oh, at medicine, wow. he's checking for breathing. Okay. Um, yeah, some of them are definitely dead. They've definitely drunk themselves to death. Um, yeah, just because nobody was sober enough to keep an eye on them. They, into, they've just drowned on their own vomit because they've not slept in the recovery position. Into the ooze pit, those ones go. Oh no, Dusty's lining them up near the ooze pit. He has a point to make later. A few of them, yeah, you can you can rec- roll them into recovery position and, and they'll start snoring a little bit more safely. Yeah, so after a bit of sort of Fussing around and cutting off the kitchen is just going to lock it and keep the keys so that they can't get any more drunk. Uh, if he can find the... Oh, where's the head monk? Um, I mean, if you want to go looking around for them, let's have an investigation. 17. You head up to the library and you notice that Russet's door is open and the the note from Pusmehe, the post-it note from Pusmehe is uh, just shredded on the floor, and it looks like someone's pissed on it at some point, but that has dried. 
you can't see any sign of him in there. You have a bit more thorough look around the library, and eventually you see someone precariously climbing up the sides of uh, one of the bookshelves. They they get to the top, fling their robe wide, and just start mm. pissing off the side. It's 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 Russet. <sighs> Spectacular, Russet. Fuck off. Rude. Yeah, fuck um, right, get down. He falls face first into his own piss. Good effort. Um, uh, can you walk? There's sort of like bubbling sounds as he's clearly trying to breathe into a puddle of carpet piss. Fuck's sake. And Dusty's just gonna pick him up by the back of his robes. Uh, sort of like he did with Bromara, but instead of whimsy in the land of the electric spiders, it's just dragging this man to sit him down next to Pussmare. Okay. So you drag him downstairs to sit him in the pile, and and, and even some of them are just like, oh, he's a bit ripe, even in their drunken state. Right, you two, party's over. Yeah. Yeah, yourself. Look at the state of this. They're just, like, Russet just grabs whatever tankard is nearest to him and just starts chugging out of it. Dusty slaps it out of his hand. He starts fumbling around for another one. He picks one up, it's empty, chucks it over his shoulder. Right, look at the fucking state of the both of you. Yeah, they are fucking you. I am the person that is telling you to knock this off before everyone ends up fucking dead. And he gestures over to his little point-proving pile of bodies. Um, Russet replies with just... And Pussmere's just like... I'm fine, I'll be fine, I just need to sleep your followers are dying because of you. It's fine, it's fine. We'll just have a few more drinks. Where will the drinks come from when everyone who can make the drinks is dead? Uh, just go to the pub. Yeah, no, uh, the pub will not be serving you lot. Oh, find another pub. Dusty's going to get out his scry term and log on to Instagram. Oh, heck. Also, maybe point out to Pussmare, if all of her followers die, there will be no one to worship her and she will At she all. will go. She will stop being if there is no one to worship her. And then there will be no pub. There'll be no her to go to the pub. Okay. Uh, so while Dusty is writing up a quick DM to um, the God of Thirst, you know, if all your followers die, you're going to corpse it as well, and then you won't be going to any pubs, even if they would serve you. Oh, that's a bag of hype. That's just... I was having to drink, I just decided I was very happy I was home. <clears throat> it's been like a week, we can stop now. It's like, it doesn't feel like a week. This is getting fucking nowhere. And he's just mm-hmm. gonna mutter and walk towards the kitchen as he's trying to get hold of Trash Boy. Um, so you DMing or trying to get voice chat? Um, DMing asking for voice chat because he doesn't want to be rude, but he does want to talk. Okay, you, you get a ping back, but it's cool. And then uh, the face, the beautiful face, the beautiful half-goblin face of the god of first uh, appears. Oh, hi! Oh, gosh, sorry. Uh, I know how hot you are, but every time I see it, it just... Right, um... It's this new underwear, right? And and they, they are wearing some... Very sexy new underwear. Well, goddamn. Uh, need a bit of help. Uh, you know Postmare? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, here for a while. Yeah, she's uh killing all the followers. Um, that's not gonna be good for her like godly status. No, uh, nor is it good for uh, me and Bromara because we were kind of hoping that the followers would uh, help us out with some stuff at some point. Yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. What were you thinking? Uh, do you have that, um, the, the sobering up stuff that got made for her? Can you have an ask around? And as he's walking into the kitchen, he's just going to sort of do a sweep of the room. See if anything out of this lot can help. I'll see if I can get lithic for you. Give me a minute. And uh, they they put clearly put their tone down. And you hear them leave wherever they are. Uh, and, and, a, and a few minutes pass. And you just see, like, just some movement in one side of the room. And there's a bit more movement yeah. just around <laughs> one side of the room. And then, like, just a shark. Just a, a little stuffed shark comes oh! flying. Just comes flying at the, the, the scrotum. With little monch-monch sounds. Oh! Um, yep. Then there's another shark from the other side. Now the sharks seem to be having little sharky conversation, occasionally munching on the screen. And then you hear the door open and close, and just this sigh. <laughs> 
and then a, sk- a skittering <laughs> and the sh- shorks vanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'll send you a recipe across. Hopefully you'll be able to find something uh, there from at least one of these recipes for, for a sober up. Certainly something suitable for the humans amongst the crowd. Uh, and they ping you some instructions for various remedies for what to do if somebody is, like, paralytic. Uh, once D makes sure that uh, Aurora and Bromar are okay, um, they'll go back in and try and help clean up. He feels a little bad. Yeah, we're, we're alright. We're just in the back of the cart. Uh, robes taken off so that Namor uh, is thrown. Fingers blocking the nose, just trying to be like, that's fine, there's no smell, it's fine. You've got some, like, rolled up rags up each nostril. Exactly, breathing breathing through some fabric. Yeah. They should be used for something instead of just getting stuff thrown at me. <laughs> um, I mean, out out here at the, the compound, no one's throwing anything at you. Yeah. Hopefully, there'd be nothing good that could possibly be thrown at me over here. I mean, rotten potatoes at this point. Or feces. I don't or know. feces. I don't know how... I don't think they're that far gone that they're going to be throwing their crap at you, but... Um, a soft potato. D, D will also want to see if there's... Um, if the people who are passed out, if they're just suffering from alcohol poisoning and not, like, I don't know, other wounds that healing spells might help with. Um, it's largely alcohol poisoning. Mm. There are a few people that have had sort of minor injuries. You can head around, um, bandage those up, maybe straighten a few broken wrists or ankles where people have fallen over. Goodness. Um, is there any way that... How how decomposed do the dead folk look? Um, I mean, it's only been like a a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Since this started, so... My Revivify will not... Help with that. N- n- no, no. I'm surprised no one suggested water for this lot yet. Um, Just... Dusty, have you got something water based? Can't you create food and drink or something? Mm, uh, I can scavenge for up to five people. Okay, but you couldn't, you know, go to the well and get some water for this bunch of drunken bastards? While Dusty's in the kitchen making the sober up juice, I'm assuming oh. that he's going to be making a couple of trips to the well to make a really big vat of sober up juice. Fair. It smells bad. Well, I mean, the place already smells bad. It Can't smells smell differently worse. bad. It smells real, like, earthy. Mm. Like like what it is, bark and twigs and bits of leaves and yeah. ginger. Nice. The ginger is not, not offsetting all the other stuff. Yeah, so uh, Dusty's just going to go around sober-juicing these various monks. Animal handling. It's not an animal. Athletics. It's not athletic. Perception. <laughs> Alright, survival. Medicine. God damn it. Six. Can I do anything to raise your number? I have inspiration, so I could make that a twelve. Okay. It doesn't look great. You get the impression that something went wrong in the description, but it's probably fine. And and having whipped up a big cauldron of this stuff, you've wheeled it into the the, the main chamber, and um, basically just any rinsed out tankards you can find, offering everyone a, 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 a warm tankard of sober up juice. Oh, this will get you so wasted. Sober. <laughs> 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 so yeah, uh, everyone chucking it down themselves. Some of, in, in fact, the first lot chucking it down themselves. The next lot, having seen the results, like, oh, I don't, just, I'll just sip, I'll, I'll just sip it, sip it. And I imagine Dusty standing there, like, finish it, finish it. Yeah, Dusty is the most stern dad. Yeah. Get the axe out. Um, a few of them are, are, are like coughing and spluttering over the the pit, but uh, basically, it's fine. It's fine. Everyone's having a bit of a clear out and they're then sitting down with big headaches. Occasionally running off to the kitchen to get some water unless you've locked them out. Um, yeah, they've, they've not earned their trust back yet. Okay. Dusty will provide water. There will not be a kitchen availability. Yeah, they're definitely asking for water after they've had the sober up juice because clearly it's been a while since they've hydrated properly. Um, and they're all grum- grumpy and groaning and holding their heads and turning up their nose at the smell of themselves and their surrounding. But eventually you do get all of them sober, except for Puss Mare, who is loudly snoring in her seat. 
one of her tits has fallen out of her. Um, you know those 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 uh, off the shoulder tops. Mm. Yeah, it's fallen right down on one side, and just she's lost her tit. Duster is just going to chuck a robe over her like a blanket and tactically position like a couple of tankards full of sober up juice around her. So when she wakes up, she'll grab one, swill it down, and then be sober. Ingenious. So what's your plan with these sobered monks? He's going to dad Russet. Okay, Russet's not doing well. Like, even sober, Russet's not doing well. So Dusty's going to sit down near him with his stern dad face. Mm -hmm. He's going to plonk a tankard of water down. Like, drink it. Uh... Well, can't say I was expecting this. What God wants. This is what she wanted to do. Yes. She never stops. Ah. Now, do you think this is healthy? Oh, it doesn't feel like it. No, it does not. Just because it's what she wants does not mean it is what you have to do. No. Do you think we could send her back to the the tavern? Do you want me to get her back to the tavern? It might be healthier for everyone. Right. Duster is going to drop a message to Trash Boy, just like, can someone come pick her up? Um, that is received, and then you get a thumbs up back. Right, she's off home. So, now you've got no one to blame but yourself. What are you going to do after she's left? I think we need to have a bit of a reformation. Oh. Don't go back to making potatoes. Oh, no, that was a waste of time, it turns out. Oh, she doesn't even like chips that much. You need to go and apologise to the Furbolgs. You need to sort out that fucking mess you've made out there. And you need to do something productive with your time. Yeah, no more chips. Perhaps spend some time reflecting on the relationship you have with that person that you worship. Yeah. So, it doesn't happen immediately. Everyone is more sober and more aware of themselves, and eventually the monks do start taking themselves off and cleaning themselves up. And clearly some of these monks know prestidigitation because they are starting to head around and clean up the mess, and they can apparently get the mess out, all the mess out of the carpet. They're not leaving any of it ground in because people have walked over it for a while and getting vomit out of carpet, especially if it's got any kind of pile to it. Not easy. But eventually, after after a couple of days, it is sorted. Um, everyone's largely cut Pussmare off from alcohol. Um, a few of the monks are going out and, and starting to clear up the potatoes. And um, they you notice that they are sort of building a few little structures out the back. And eventually, uh, Luthic comes along to collect Pussmare. Oh, thanks. Thanks for this. I must say, this isn't exactly what I thought was going to happen when she no. got back. Same, but at the very least, it has taught the chipmunks to stop deforesting the entire planet to plant potatoes. Like, they had to learn that lesson the hard way, but... Yes, and she's going to have a few less followers for a while. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'll get her back to the tavern. A few glasses of ambrosia and she'll at least be out cold for decades at a time. Uh, while Luthic's there, uh, Bromara's going to try and just have a quiet word with her before she goes. Um, okay. um So you take her off to, to Russet's office. Yeah. And um, seal the door. And you see her do a little bit of a gesture around. Uh, can I do insight to try and tell what that gesture was? Yeah, sure. Uh, 20 on insight. That's a very solid 20. Yeah, no one is uh, able to, to spy on this. When you say no one. No one. Like, including my god, no one. As far as you could guess, what she's done has shut you off almost dimensionally from the rest of existence. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, Bromara's uh, going to go, Hey, so, um, I was thinking of using that communication necklace to do this, but this works. Um... Any chance you'd be able to help me locate a, a, a bomb that was created to set off um, some No More Nightmares uh, drugs in, onto the planet? That doesn't sound like something that Dendar would be terribly happy about. No, it, it doesn't, does it? Um, and as I understand, you draw your magic from your patron I, I am not unaware that that is the case. And yet I still ask... Can you help? You travelled with my servant for a long time. Yeah. 
and I think you have always shown them kindness. I will say this, I can direct you to the spore bomb, and when the time is right, I can help hide you until you do this deed. I don't know how else to get out of being in with a bit of a terrifying god. I don't know how else to make a clean exit. And the thing that was holding me back for the longest time was fear of not having my powers. And I'm finally in a place where I'm with people who I trust to protect me while that's the case. She takes a look at your arm at that place where at one point you only had one tattoo. Yeah. Um, and she considers it for a moment and says, There are other ways of maintaining power. Not everything comes from a god. Yeah. Indeed, the druids take their power from the very fabric of reality itself, of nature. Some are sources of magic in their own right. And others receive their power from other sources entirely. And she's still looking at that tattoo on your arm. Yeah. There is an item still in Croak Manor that may assist you in your onward journey. But to fully use it, you will need to seek assistance. I understand that and I am willing to take the work that it's going to need to do that. Very I just well. I I need a I need a way out and that spore bomb sounds real good right now. She nods, considering this, and you can tell she's choosing her words very carefully because she's essentially inciting against another god. Yeah, which could go badly for her as well. Yeah, it hence Bromara's caution about bringing this up. And and she doesn't seem like, adverse to the idea of yeah. getting rid of Dendar. Of oh, all the of all yeah. the gods. Of all the gods, this is the one that doesn't hang out with the rest of them that squirrels themselves away. It's like it's not like it's one of the ones that's in the big drinking circle. I mean, not it's anywhere. my best friend Dendar. Not, no, I mean, they don't, Dendar doesn't seem to spend time at the Celestial Tavern. Maybe anymore. Maybe maybe ever. You, I mean, she's been there, obviously, at yeah. one point. You know. Yes. Um, she can. She considers you a bit further and um, takes uh, in sort of weighs in her hand the the pendant that she gave you. Yeah. And she holds it and she looks you in the eyes and says, "The item you seek is found in the vault behind the study where your final battle with Pepsco Croak took place. There is a vault there. Few items of any real importance there. But if you look for the galaxy, you will have an item beyond powerful once you know how to use it. It was meant for you. Thank you. I should really get Puss Mare home. Yeah, yeah, I... Thanks, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get going. And uh, she clicks her fingers. And you feel like s- something's moved in the room, almost like... Almost like there wasn't anything in the room. Like, almost like time had stopped in the room. Like, not even the air around you was moving. Oh. But now everything is resumed. Almost with a little rush initially. Yeah. And she heads out the door. And she turns before she goes. And gives you a little nod. And then turns and walks away. And takes Pussmare with her. Uh, does anyone have any particular other desires? Was that the thing you wanted to do? That was the thing I wanted oh, to okay. do. I was, I was going to do it via the necklace, but Lithic showing up became a perfect opportunity to do the thing. Hurrah! Huzzah. This is why I waited to the end. I was like, there'll be a good opportunity at some point. I'll see it. Cool. In which case... I think we'll end things there. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. 
There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non non cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D and D podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and season seven. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. See you again sometime. Oh, bye! 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 bye.